Hey, 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 this is Laura. And this is Ardine, and welcome to What Happens After Dark. The things that happen after dark. The things that go bump in the night. The things that crawl all over you in the Ooh, night. Like, like how many spiders does a human swallow? Don't say spiders. No, <laughs> no. I think we swallow like hundreds in they a They say a two in your lifetime. Ugh. Even one is way, a half a spider is too much. No. <laughs> I hate it makes spiders. me want to like, Ugh, I'm going to yeah. choke. If you have a pet spider, all goodness to you, but you'll never yeah, catch me. Yeah, some have tarantulas. No. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Susie I wanted a snake it. and my grandson Jaden wants a snake. And Karin is like, no. And I'm like, no, Susie, sorry. No yeah. snakes because my ex was afraid of snakes, which <laughs> I should have probably gotten one. Yeah, so he got left earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, um, no, I don't like creepy crawly. Like, and I don't know, just like the image of the, the spider's legs. Like, there's so many legs. And the hair. Oh, no. I don't know what the purpose was of creating spiders their creator of the universe but what part they have in the universe i don't know they eat the bugs so maybe they you know do help but there's some really freaky poisonous ones like those ones that like they're called trap spiders or something and they pop out of the ground oh no and the jumping ones and then in the amazon don't they have like really yeah and in australia huge one yeah no it's a huge one that can jump like six seven feet so you can see it and say, oh, he's far, he's far, you know, I'm going to keep going. Uh-uh, before you can blink your eyes, it's like right on you. Yeah, that would be a hail. I would no. die of a heart attack right then and there. So I would too. Just I would die wrap of me in your spider webs and eat me <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ew, no. Well, today is Easter, so yes, happy, happy Easter. Easter. To yes. all of our beautiful, wonderful listeners. Listeners, family, so friends. So in Ecuador, we do this special soup. It's called fanesca. And Ooh, it's made out good. of 20 different grains. Oh, wow. It's very heavy, but it's absolutely delicious. So is it like just really thick? Thick then? soup, yeah. Wow. And then we decorate it with little mini empanadas, uh, pieces of cheese, um, then we have fried plantains and so oh, it's I love delicious. Those. I ate on my plantains that bag you bought me. <sighs> they were so good. Yes. I love those. And they're healthier for you than potato yeah. chips. Yes. So yes. I need to get another bag of those. I forgot. Yeah. They're hard to find. I went and grabbed all that they were in TJ Maxx by my house, but they're delicious. I mm-hmm. love them. So yeah. They're so good. That soup is so good, but it'll knock you out. Like you will be taking a nap. Oh, really? It's so rich. It's so oh. much that you're eating one plate. And you're just tired. And after. you're just like, oh, wow. nap time. Yeah, it's so good. Growing up for me, my grandma always made a leg of lamb and we had the mint jelly with it. Okay. And it was like our our yearly tradition. And that's the only time I ever ate lamb. I, I really don't like the taste of lamb. It's either. very... Like gamey or something. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-mm. So the way my grandma made it, it didn't have that overwhelming taste. taste so it was okay. good. Um, and then, of course, the mint jelly helped. But I, in my adulthood, I've never cooked that. I have no desire no, to cook that. No, me neither. I don't. I tasted it once. I don't know, but I didn't like it. 
Yeah. I was like, oh. But the Greeks, I think that's like a, uh, a delicatessen sign for, for them. them. Yeah. yeah. No, not for me. Ugh. I'm not Greek. <laughs> <laughs> but no. But we found a really cool, weird story. It oh, is yes. at you, uh, Odd News, and it's about this. Um, it looks like a bear that has very short, short legs. legs. But they're calling it a mystery animal. It just happened to get caught on tape. Um, it was found in the Rio Grande Valley. Um, and uh, look, they just, they don't know what it is. So they're saying, is it a new species? It, is it an escapee from the nearby zoo? Or somebody even posed, is it just a park ranger in disguise? But if you look at the pictures, it's... There's no way it's a disguise. No, that's no. Not, that's a real animal. Yeah, it's... And it's not the chupacabras. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and but some, it is weird. It looks like, like a bear with short legs. Like a, the basset hound of the bear world. Yeah, something. But they... Some... some People that were commenting on it said maybe it's a badger, a wolverine, a bush dog, or an optical illusion caused by two wild hogs passing one another. But again, if you look at the picture, there's not a... Well, that kind of does look like a head on that side, if you look at it closely. But no, no, it's definitely not. you only see the four legs. Yeah, there's not eight legs there. It's definitely odd. And it... Yeah, it's it's definitely different. So I don't know. Maybe there is a new species. I mean, we have you so much stuff that is what like, is evolving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just my goal someday. I I don't know if they have the equipment to do it, but I would love to go so deep in the ocean to see something <gasps> that has never I been would seen love before. To go in a submarine. And then I watch megalod. You know the Meg, and I'm like, I don't want to go too deep because that megalodon could pop oh, out and God, eat me. Yeah. <laughs> but I would like to go to the coral reef in Australia. Oh, if yes. If I go down, like, that's my, my in my bucket list, to get a scuba dive uh, license and go scuba diving at the coral reef before it's, it's gone. It's gone because it is depleting. It's, yeah. It's terribly yeah. sad. But I would love to go see that. And to go in those waters in a mm-hmm. submarine has got to be beautiful. I know the only submarine I've ever been in is the Disneyland submarine. Oh no, no you've not, not been in no, there. No. Oh wow. Yep, I've been in the Disneyland submarine, but uh, and it's all fake under there. You know, of course. But that's my one of my one. Actually, I think I have been in a Navy submarine when I was a child. My parents took us to San Diego, and we were able to go in one and tour it, tour it, and it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember that now. Um, but yeah, one of my goals is to be able to like go, I would love it if I could build a house underwater. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, I would, I would be in, I would love it. But then you watch scary movie like underwater with Kristen Stewart. And then it's have like, you ever seen that one? No, I own that one too. It is freaky. What if hell. the pressure cracks it in the end? Of- well, they, there's special glass and stuff. I know that we can't, there's still so much depth to the ocean. Oh Yes. You would think that you could enter like in the Pacific and come out on the other side of the world because it's so deep, deep. So, um, but yeah, that's one of my goals too. I'm a water child. I love love being at the beach. I love this. Yeah. But I'm afraid because when I was little, I drowned. So I have that fear for the water. Yeah. But I figured if I learned to scuba dive, maybe it'll help with that fear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Oh, I would love to do that. I know. And I think our boss is like highly scared of the water too. Yeah. 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 So I, I have no fear of the water. I've almost drowned several times, but I just grew up in the water. And I mean, I, I know how to swim. I'll still go out, yeah. but I don't like to go out too, too far because I don't know what's out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It seemed like not too long ago, like one of the beaches somewhere, they were having like a swarm of killer, uh, the... Uh, white great white sharks somewhere oh, those are, I remember reading about yeah. that those and tiger sharks are I think tiger sharks are actually more dangerous than white the, and those are in the California side like mm-hmm. Miami I don't think they have the white sharks there yeah they have sharks but not the great whites. the great whites are those are crazy yeah and they are enormous and aggr- they can be aggressive oh yeah of course yeah they'll eat yeah. They'll chop you up in a heartbeat. Gosh. No, those are scary. Alora burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a Laura burger with a strawberry shake and some fries. <laughs> yeah. Extra bacon. Crispy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah. Have you ever watched a movie with Blake Lively, The Shallow? Shallow? No. I own that one, too. It's very, very, very good. And it... It's pretty much just her through the whole film, but there's this shark that has gone rogue and is crazy, like crazy. And it's like a beach, a very secluded beach in Mexico somewhere, but it's very intense movie. It is so <gasps> I good have to though. Find it. Yeah, it's called Shallow. Oh, I'm gonna have to find yeah, it. I hope the they shallow, have it. Shallow. In- and it's with Blake Lively. Um, and yeah, you would really like it. Just you know, don't like get scared or anything but um but yeah so i'm yeah it was like 2016 so okay so it's probably netflix or something the shallows okay the shallows yeah it's really really good but that's kind of like what the cover looks like but yeah she gets munched up big time see she does yeah Uh -uh. see oh my god yeah and i remember watching an interview and even though it was you know a fake shark and stuff it was still, she said it was so intense. It I was so it. intense. And she's so beautiful. Yes. Her and Ryan Reynolds together, they make such a cute little couple. And their kids are super cute. But um, yeah, that's a good one. Watch watch that the one shallows. for sure. I'm going to mm-hmm. look for it. Yeah. And what else was I going to see? The Night Stalker. Yeah, The Night Stalker. Yeah, on that's Netflix. We want to watch, watch that. Today. But we well, are going to do something fun this week that we can talk about next week. Our dean reminded me the seance. We're going to another <gasps> Yay, seance, guys. Gonna, that's going to be so much yep. fun. That's on Thursday night. At Crohn's Hollow. If you live here in Utah, Salt Lake area, look up Crohn's Hollow. Um, it's a metaphysical shop, and they're hosting another seance. 7 p.m., $10 cash. Yeah. $10 is not nothing, bad because we went to the last one, and it was very it was amazing. Amazing. I never thought a seance to be that way. And now that what I know how it is, I'm going to think of somebody that I really want to try to see. I'm going to think of someone. If not, I'm just going to watch. Yeah, it was interesting to watch. Yeah, even, I mean, I, even the times where I wasn't the one asking, I could still feel those spirits. And it was like, oh, you were right on. Yeah, it was. It's like you were saying the answers, (laughs) and it was like they were listening and saying the exact same words. Yeah. But they weren't. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It was was just, it was an amazing experience for me. very cool. I loved it. Yeah. I got to talk with Mary Lynn and I got to ask my dad some questions. So 
it was it was worth it. it yeah. I and ten dollars is it's nothing. Yeah, for it's the nothing. experience, it's amazing. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us today, girlfriend? Girl, I got. Are we ready to have our boots rocked and our butts? Squeeze, Hell yeah. squeeze the butt muscles so tight that nothing in the Hold dark can get in there. <laughs> That's how good. Is this one that we're going to go to? Yes, we're going to do the old oh, Idaho oh. State Penitentiary. Oh. So we are going to visit that place and the one I did at the... The reformatory too. Oh, and we have a friend that's going to go with us now named Mikey. Mikey, we can shout out wait. to you, bud. It'll be so much mm-hmm. fun. Uh, he's a co-worker, so. And he lives near there, like a few lives, blocks away yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So, so. We'll, and so he drives by the old Idaho State Penitentiary. Mm-hmm. He's not that far from there. No. And he says it's crazy. I'm excited. I'm mm. so excited. Can't when wait. our Dean gets back, we're going to be going there. Yes. And it means we get to drive to Idaho, which is always a nice thing anyway. Yes, we can do like a weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be nice. Definitely. So Maybe we can do both. He has a guest room. <laughs> huh? Maybe he has a guest room. We can stay. Oh, we can stay. Yeah, I'll see if we can <laughs> I'll have to him. chat with my Mikey friend. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. When I get back, because I'm going back to Nigeria yes. to visit my love. I'm going to miss you so much. Oh. I need to see him. I miss him too much. But we're going to end season one right before she leaves. And we'll be, when she gets back, we're going to be hitting it hard with some really, with number one, a very fascinating, crazy ass thing. Episode. It's going (laughs) to be epic. Yes. The first episode of season two. It's going to rock your ass, man. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to make you shit your pants. It's going to make you want to get on the hippie bus and bounce up and down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because it's in the hippie area. Yeah. Yes, the hippie area. I know. (laughs) Era, I mean. Yeah, you did the same thing. Area 51. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We got to go there, too. Oh, we're going to go. That's one of my dreams to go Mine there. Mine too is Sexter. Isn't it? Ju- is it's it in New Mex- Roswell. Roswell, New Mexico, right? Yes. Okay, but what's the one in Nevada then? I thought that one was Area 51 too. No. Nevada is a ghost town. No, there's a an alien thing there in Nevada too. My friends went to it that used to really? live in Nevada. I will Google that. Yeah, because Nevada for us would be like maybe an eight hour, not even yeah. eight hours to get there. Yeah, in New Mexico, I don't know, probably a 10 hour. Yeah, it's near an Air Force base. Okay. Well, while you start your story, I'm going to Google that real quick. Yes, because we got to go there. I thought it was just Roswell and Sector 51. No. Okay. Let's see. We're going to have to hike. So we got to get our hiking shoes on. (laughs) So the Nevada, like, uh, supernatural or alien location. Yeah, alien location. All right. So... While you do your thing, I'll yeah. start talking. So the old Idaho State Penitentiary, the location is 2445 Old Penitentiary Road, Boise, Idaho, 83712. The admission to get in, because they do tours, is $10. Another thing, that's not much. No, but it could be more. I don't know when this information okay it could be more so don't take my word for it but there's tours from 7 p.m to midnight i want to do the late one we're gonna do the one yeah yeah i want to do the late one yes and just pop in real quick area 51 is in nevada 
Nevada. Yeah, Roswell is New Mexico, but Area 51 is in Nevada, and so that is not far from us, and um, we need to go there. Then Roswell is not that far because it's a few... Roswell's a- New Mexico, though. So from Nevada that you drive down through Arizona, actually, oh, to get to New to Mexico. New Mexico so. But yeah, so we need to, um, yeah, we need to go here because look, it says it's I an extraterrestrial swear. highway. Yes. Beam yourself up on an out of this world adventure. Okay, we're going to do it. That one's not going to be that far. No. <laughs> oh, that's going to be, because Roswell is a funny city. It's all alien stuff. It's I can't really wait. Cute. I can't wait. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. To come, guys. Sorry. To come. To come. To come. To be continued. All right. My freaky deekies. When Idaho became a state in 1890, the state took over and renamed the facility the Idaho State Penitentiary. The prison housed inmates for 101 years before it was closed in December 1973 after inmates rioted over living conditions. Oh, man. The sandstone structure is now a museum, orchard, assassinated former governor Frank Stunenberg in 1905. And Southard was known as Idaho's Lady Bluebeard for killing several of her husbands to collect upon their life insurance. There was a woman serial killer there. We got to look into Oh, that. gosh. Okay, guys. Um, let me make a little note Lady of that. Lady Bluebird. Because, yeah. And maybe when we go and do an update on that, I'll have it. You'll episode. have that episode plus our personal experiences. That'll be yes. freaking oh. amazing. So serious riots occurred in 1952. 1971 and 1973 over the living conditions in the prison. There are around 129 recorded deaths at the state uh, Idaho State Penitentiary during those 100 years of operation. These include all 10 executions as well as death from various diseases, suicides, murders, and during escape attempts. Yeah. The two most recent executions by lethal injection in Idaho were those of Paul Ezra Rods in November of 2011 and Richard Leavitt in June 2012. Oh, my gosh. In 1885, James Oscar Baker, number 88, that's probably his prison number? Yeah, what was it, number 88? It says number 88. Yeah, that would be like their identification because all prisoners well, have an then, identification. Well, back then, yeah, 1885, that yeah. would have been, yeah. Became the Idaho State Penitentiary youngest prisoner in its 101 years of operation. Oh, At age 10, he shot <gasps> and killed a man who threatened his father at the Soda Springs Saloon he worked at. Why would you work at 10? But yeah, Holy 10 years boss. old. Wow. And put into an adult male, male prison, prison where they probably had pedophiles and stuff. Oh, I and if he was just defending his dad, I mean, I mean, he, it wasn't premeditated because what they didn't have back then, like juvenile detentions, yeah, probably not. Oh my gosh. 
But that was back then, so. Yeah, mm. you never know. Yeah. So in the 19th century, the territory of Idaho was still frontier land. And like most territories at the time, many of the settlements were lawless. In order to obtain statehood in the Union, Idaho needed a prison, a place to hold the dregs of society and reform others. So the state penitentiary began in 1870 as a one-cell house and quickly grew into a complex of buildings surrounding by a large sandstone wall. As part of their penance, the prisoners mined nearby rock quarries to build the very walls they would be held into captive. So they, it's kind of like the um, Hebrews, in, you know, they were made to, in Moses' time, you know, they built the stuff. And where they were held. I think that's really cruel when they, when people do this to other humans, even if they are prisoners, you know, you're, we're, you're going to build this because to house you, you know, I yeah. just feel like that's it's like awful. having someone dig the hole where they're going to be buried. Yeah. Oh, there's a sad story that happened in San Pete with that. I but, don't know. I'm see um, if I can find it. It, it was like maybe, I don't know, maybe seven years ago, but a young man, um, got in with the wrong people and, they these men that he was involved with had him dig his own grave get in it lit him on fire <gasps> yeah it was a horrific story horrific and oh it my just God. It was what did awful. he do it was all drug related it was oh. yeah in san pete county they do have a, a huge drug problem but oh. i was thinking in prison how do you commit suicide i guess by like hanging with yourself the with the sheets or something yeah oh, okay okay or with their belts, maybe, or something? I don't think they have the belts. Oh, they probably took them away so they could. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, back then, I don't know. If they even had it. Yeah. yeah. So the state, um, so over the 100 years, more than 13,000 convicts, including 215 women, would call the Idaho State Penitentiary home. At, la at least 110 of them died within their self made walls from old age, illness, and murder. In Idaho's mm. history, only 11 state executions took place. Ten of them were carried out uh, there at the penitentiary. So they had men and women combined yes. in there? Yes. Well, I'm sure they had a section Except for women and the section for the men. I don't think they would be. Can you imagine if they had them all mixed in there? Yeah, that would be total mayhem. <laughs> They'd be having babies and stuff. Yeah. Burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the brutal conditions, uh, the penitentiary held up to 600 prisoners at one time, and the inmates suffered through almost inhumane conditions. The sandstone that formed its walls was a plentiful and inexpensive building material but it also intensified the temperatures inside the cells. So in the summer, it was very hot. No they AC no or AC. anything. Oh, God. And it probably retained the heat. And, and people get angry when it's like that. They get very angry, yes. irritated. So you can see why there was murder and stuff. And stuff. Yes. So it's like off. being in an oven. And then in the winter, you can imagine them being cold and there's no heat. 
probably what a blanket or two figured out how to warm yourself up that's that is right there yeah no that's inhumane even Mm -mm. if they are yeah whatever they are um uh proper plumbing didn't reach the prison until 1920s holy cow Uh, an unpleasant condition yeah (laughs) at the corner like in ecuador (laughs) oh they don't have toilets. Well, when I was in, I remember they took us when I was in sixth grade. I don't know if it was to scare us from being bad, and it worked. Because <laughs> we went there, and it's just a plain cell. They sleep on the floor. They pee in a corner, poop in a corner, and then they come with this the, the fire hose and wash it all out with them in it. Oh, that's. So they'll wash them with the water and have all that drain, and then they have to dry up and stay in there. Do you think Camaro and the big Andy hand man was Andy handy there? Do you think that's what they, that's what happened with them too? Well, that was way, yeah, that was probably their time when they were in Ecuador. Those, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. But I remember the one that they took us was old. And we saw how they washed this guy in there. Oh, gosh. And we're just standing there. And he's, at, you know, holding and looking at us. And the guy comes with water. And the poor guy just flies back, flew against the wall. Yeah, because that water pressure is we're extreme. Extreme. And so we were just screaming, crying. Oh, how yes. old were you? We were in sixth grade. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's kind of, they should not have taken you at that young age. And they were saying, this is where you end up when you do the wrong things. Do you think we did the wrong things? <laughs> Hell no. I mean, that was oh, one hell gosh. of a lesson. <laughs> but yeah, it stuck. <laughs> I tell okay. you, it stuck to us. Like, uh, steal a candy? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's heavy. It's, that was stupid. But yeah, then they closed it and they built ones where I'm sure... The conditions are now where they have a toilet, a bed. A bed, yeah. But back then it was a black hole. You went in and... You you just didn't come out. Yeah. Unless they used a big hose on you and like forced you out. Oh my God. That's just wrong. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So so can you imagine the unpleasant condition? It says that also spread disease. Oh yeah. I mean... Just from, you know, from the poop alone. Yeah, fecal matter. Fecal, yeah, the maggots and all that crap, yeah. So this was complicated by the prison's ill-working ventilation system conditions like these pushed inmates to the edge and guards answer violence with more violence in 1971 Mm -hmm. where, you know, prisoners reached their breaking point. Don't blame them. No, it literally probably smelled like shit in there. Of course, and God knows what else, you know, Vomit. Body odor, vomit, pee. Everything. Everything. And then mix it with whatever and they're cooking, those smells together. Soidas. Spasmodic sperms. <laughs> yeah, spasmodic <laughs> sperms. Oh my god. Jacking up. <laughs> you spazoid. You spasperm. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> in 1971 and again in 1973, the riots broke out. Prisoners mm-hmm. burned the chapel and dining hall to the ground and damaged many other buildings. 
1973 riot was the more severe of the two, and shortly thereafter, prisoners were moved to a more modern penitentiary south of Boise on December 3rd of that year of 1973. Do you think when we go through, like, that stench will be there still, like, embedded in the walls? or It could. You probably could. <coughs> but I'm sure they did treatments and stuff because who's going to want a tour? Well, who, whatever's haunting that place, though, they could, that smell could be attached to that ghost and you might pick that up. Exactly. You might get a swift of it, yes. And that could <coughs> be a sign of an inmate... Hanging around. Oh, hanging around. If you smell, if it's not someone's fart, it's we'll just, probably a good, we'll have we'll to have, have to get those plugs. Plugs, yes, we'll just definitely. We'll have to plug our <laughs> Yes. If you are here, please make your presence known. Wait, wait, we put our nose plugs on, please. <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? So should I read the rest of the story with my nose plugged? <laughs> Okay, so so no, not longer after that, it was placed on a national registry for historic places. Oh, wow. So the buildings themselves, however, were left exactly as they were at the end of 1973 riots. Oh, so it's messed up and burned. Oh, it's wow. got to smell then. Yeah, if they left it as is. Hell yeah. Your $10 buys you, uh, buys you a, an entrance fee as is. <laughs> Just yes. like they sell a car as is. As is. <laughs> uh, mask. We're going to have to use masks for sure. Oh, yes. Lot. Oh. oh, yeah. And major hand sanitizers. Oh, yes. Major, major, Just major. Just squirt it on top of me and let it like soak so, all the yeah, way down. Just bathe in it. Ew. And our, our perfumes that we made. Yes. We're going to spray it all over. We'll bring some with us and be like, squirt, 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 squirt. squirt. like air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> so from the smoke and fire blackened stone walls to the calendars still hanging on the cell walls, walking through the cell block is enough to give anyone a serious case of the creeps. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to visit this place. I totally want to do it. We're going to go. Yeah. We're going to find out. If it's still $10, which I hope it is. Yeah. That's Even if it's more, it's fine. We're going to do it. Yeah. So the notorious inmates that were in this prison, um, the most notorious inmates confined to the halls of the Idaho State Penitentiary was Raymond Allen Snowden. Idaho's Jack the Ripper. Okay. I'm Girl, look him up. Raymond that's got to be an episode. Allen Snowman? Yes. And he was uh, called Idaho's Jack the Ripper. Ick. Snowden was convicted of murder in 1956 and was sentenced to death by hanging at the Idaho State Penitentiary. He murdered Cora Dean, a local woman and mother of two, during a scuffle after a night of drinking. Snowden claimed he backhanded Dean, she kicked him, and then he snapped using a two and a quarter inch pocket knife. Snowden stabbed her 35 times. That's just rage, man. Before his hanging, Snowden confessed to the murder of two other women as well. So at 12.05 a.m. on October 18th, 
1957, Ray Snowden was brought to the gallows in the prison. Uh, Snowden would never get the chance for the last words. At uh, 12.06 a.m., the trapdoor was pulled. But the news oh, failed to break his neck. Raymond struggled at the end of the rope for 15 minutes before finally suffocating. Well, I'm sorry, but if you do the kind of rage thing, I'm Hey, that's what comes. What comes around goes around, people. Absolutely. Karma is a biatch. Yes. So here's another one. Let's see. That one is going to be an interesting story for crime. We might be. I'm looking at trying to see how much content is. We might be able to do like the um, Lady Bluebird one and, and him, him maybe together. Yeah, so that you know we can tie all that together. Yes, so. yes. Oh yes. gosh, gosh, I'm excited for that. Yes. I'm really excited to go there. So another inmate named Harry Orchard died within the prison's walls in 1954. He entered the Idaho State Penitentiary nearly 50 years before. In uh, 1908, convicted of the murder of government Frank Stunenberg. However, during the trial of his life, Orchard confessed many darker acts. So for several days in June 1907, Orchard recounted from the stand the many crimes of his life. So he's done more. He did so in an eerily polite precise, and unhesitating way. Among his sins, he listed a career as a Union terrorist that resulted in the loss of 17 lives, including the one of the governor. Cross examined for 26 hours about his killings, bigamy, heavy drinking, compulsive gambling, and womanizing. Orchard's disturbing calm on the stand stunned the courtyard, the courtroom. Wow. Although sentenced to death, a judge recommended his sentence by commuting to life in prison, and the Board of Pardons agreed Orchard lived over 45 years within the walls, the longest sentence served in the Idaho State Penitentiary inmate. Wow. With so much focus on true crime and scary stories out of the Idaho, as of recently, there is no better time to learn about Idaho's most notorious murder. Uh, Well, up until the horrifying Moscow, Idaho murder of four college students in their own beds. Mm. You've heard of that one? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was like late last year, I believe, and they caught him over on the East Coast. Oh, although yeah. his crime or crimes, we don't really know, occurred more than half a century ago, this murderous wicked legacy will never be forgotten, often referred as the Idaho's Jack the Ripper. Yeah, I found him. I found him on there, which you found- triggered me to remember. His, but his, he was only known by what that name you said. His actual name was Albert Horsley. Albert Horsley? But yeah. why are they calling him Raymond Snowden? That's his uh, pseudonym. Harry Orchard. Yes. Yeah. And he's the assassinator of the former governor. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, he looks like a little weasel. Oh, he is <laughs> considered the most infamous killer in our state's history. He oh, wow. killed an innocent woman on cold blood 
in the most brutal of ways and paid for his crime with the death penalty. But some people say he still haunts uh, the penitentiary every I bet he does. Till this day. Have you heard of him before? If not, keep reading. If so, well, maybe you'll learn something new. Idaho most may boost a reputation for a low crime today, but that doesn't mean some terrible things have happened there. Wow. Yeah. It's probably very active. Oh, we're going to have a good time there. (coughs) Yes, sorry. We're going to bring your little meter things. Oh, yeah, I'm going to. You know what? And I want to get updated equipment, too, like the ones that aren't working. I don't know why they're not working, but I want to replace the ones that are yeah, not so working. The, we're going to bring all our, our little We're going to come looking like the Ghostbusters. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be... <laughs> The bitch busters. Bitch busters. (laughs) The paranormal activity. There have been many accounts of unusual happenings in the prison complex, but Five House, the building where Snowden was executed, seems to be the most active. We got to keep that one in mind. Some speculate Snowden's spirit never left, haunting the ground since that October morning in 1957. Mm. That would be scary to encounter. Yeah. What if he does something? I mean, I don't mind like seeing a shadow pass by or hearing a voice. But if they like touch you. If I've been touched, (laughs) but let's say like poltergeist activity where they'll be aggressive and throw something, then it's like, you know what? skedaddle. Yeah, we're bouncing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so after a year, uh, about a year after the prison was placed on the National Register of Historic Places, it opened up for tours. Guides and visitors attest to the sinister feelings, strange sounds, voices, and the dark entities that feel are still lurking in the cell blocks of the old Idaho State Penitentiary. Things that have to happen after After dark. dark. (laughs) What lingers after dark? All of the eerie activities intensifies near the frightening solitary confinement cell uh, called Siberia by the inmates and the gallows. So they have the gallows. That's the hanging things, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that will be very interesting. That would be amazing. I cannot wait. I bet there's just like so much activity there. I bet and it's if we massive do the too. Midnight tour one. Oh, we're gonna. It's six to midnight, so you're there for a couple hours. Oh, so it's like oh, okay, okay. So it's like five hours, six hours. Oh my god. Well, well, because you can't just visit. You got yeah. It's got to be a lot that you have to cover. Oh, I mean, wow. the place has got to be big. Really excited, I can't guys. wait. Yeah. When I come back, that's the first thing <laughs> oh, we're gosh. gonna do. <laughs> yeah, we got to get some of these scary Mikey, ones out of the way. Get some diapers. <laughs> I know. We are yeah. coming to Boise. And he said he loves this stuff too. So he's this, into it. He's oh, not yeah. scared. No. All right. Yeah, we're gonna have to teams message him. 
Yeah, he's going to be our, our camera guy. We'll ask him to be our camera guy. Yes, but we got to tell him. But if I start crying, do not record me. <laughs> if I'm crying out of fear. <laughs> I'll just freeze. I just won't move. I'll just go. <gasps> be like, are you breathing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah, so that's all I have. That was a good one. I'm excited. And we got a couple more stories out of there about the people. So that we're going to connect. Yeah. So when we do our visit, we can do the crime part of it. Yeah. And have our personal evidence and experience. He had a couple. I mean, he was known by Harry Orchard, Tom Hogan, Uh but his real name was Albert Horsley. Yeah. So he's. He's definitely, he was a cheesemaker, a milkman, and oh, a minor. God. Anyways, yeah. Oh, he had a daughter too. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to cover this guy. Okay. I love all the old stories like this from this time period where it's like, they were you know, extreme in the eight, back yeah, then. Yeah. In the 1800s, like yeah. this picture at the saloon and yes, things. those, those yeah, are interesting. I'm really excited to do these yes, too. Yes. Yes. So that could be like our second or third episode, maybe, because yeah. the first one is epic. Yeah, I think that first one is going to take us at least two episodes to do the whole thing, to encompass the whole thing. Okay, okay. But yeah, oh gosh, I'm so excited. Guys, we have so many to bring you, which leads us to please donate on our Patreon. (laughs) Yes, we got so many things we want to do for you. So please, please, please. Yeah. So let's tell them how they can find us you can find us on spotify apple podcast amazon music iHeartRadio, samsung podcast podcast inbox Deezer, listen notes stitcher pandora google podcast rss and tune in um please go on there and once you've listened to a, an episode give us a rating so that then it's kind of like when you do a video on tiktok the more people that are hitting the like button it draws more in so if you're rating us that helps draw more people into us Follow um, us. Follow us. Share. Share to your friends. Please. Make it an office event, man, where y'all are working and listening to our podcast. podcast. That would be nice. <laughs> um, and then email us your stories, your comments, your desires of what you want us to cover at what happens after dark ll at gmail.com. So all one word, what happens after dark ll at gmail.com. Um, where can they find us, Sardine? They can find us on Facebook as Luna Wad Lee. They can find us on Instagram, What Happens After Dark LL. TikTok at Wad, W H A D 1210. And last but definitely not least, our Patreon website. If yes. you go to patreon.com, you can find us under What Happens After Dark. And please, please, please donate. Donate and we will for always be grateful. And we you'll get men- rewarded. You'll get rewarded for sure. We won't be ungrateful. And I have a gratitude phrase Yay. to end our episode. So today, let us swim wildly, joyously in gratitude. I like that. Let us swim in it. Yes. Yes. Let's enjoy life wildly. Live it to the best that you can. Yeah. Like it's your last 
flipping day. Yeah, you don't know. So enjoy it and be grateful no matter what. Yes. Because even the bad things are good because you learn from them. Their soul expansion, yeah. Yeah. And then from the good is what you treasure. So Yeah. I mean, I can honestly look back at the time that I spent with Vince and it, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have so much stuff to come out of that relationship grateful for. Number one, my kids, yeah, but all the good memories too, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it wasn't always bad. Mine too. It wasn't always bad. Towards the last 10, 15 years is when it got bad. See, I was only with mine for 15. You (sighs) were with yours. 25. 25, yeah. (sighs) Yeah, that was not good. But... (laughs) But we're grateful. I'm grateful because I'm the strong woman that I am right now. Like I found myself again and I improved a hundred percent. Yep. It made us stronger. Just like my cancer battle. It made me, it Uh strengthened me for the good. Yes. yes. Oh, can I tell a little story real quick? Yes. Okay. So yesterday I went to um, get Ardine and I some bagels from Einstein Bagel. Um, And please sponsor us over there in Taylorsville. Um, Went and got bagels there and... I, I usually only wear my shirt that um, it represents my cancer during September, which is the month for uterine cancer. But yesterday, I just felt so strongly I needed to wear that. And so it says, I survived cancer. What's your superpower? So I get my box of bagels and I turn around and this lady is just standing there waiting for me to like speak to her. And she's just crying. And, and she reaches out and she touches my shoulder and she goes, you survived. Thank you. And... Oh. um. It and uh, you're choking up. Yeah, she just got done fighting her battle for um, uh, colon cancer, and so we swapped stories and hugs. And the those are the moments that I like live for because I really want to help people that are cancer. But the cool thing is, she works for Inner Mountain. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes. And we work for Select Health. They're sister companies. And so it was just a really, I meant to tell you that yesterday and I forgot. It even gives me goose pimples. And, you know, I was so grateful for that opportunity. And nobody else commented during the rest of the day. So I know it was for her. She needed that. If I had not worn that shirt, she would have not known. You would never connected it with Mm -hmm. her. So synchronicities Uh, of life, man. Yes. So you got her contact or no, no we didn't exchange i don't even know her name um Aww. it was just like you know a, a little thing that needed to happen and a little moment and at life. that moment i was like in a hurry and but when as soon as she started talking to me it was like it doesn't matter what i need to get to the moment is, is what needed to happen in that moment yeah and so it oh. was really really good and i was so grateful i got to bump into her and be able to meet her and gain strength from her story too. Yes. Because she's a survivor. And Bless her heart. Yeah. Oh. So that was really cool That's yesterday. amazing. Yeah, I forgot until right now. And oh, then I was like, oh my cool. gosh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. Oh, so. that gives you strength. You both straightened, like gave each other yeah. strength. And so. love. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing. That was yeah. amazing. It was a good day. All right, my freaky deekies, my lovely earthlings, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, and peace. Peace out, people. Bye. Bye.